Hey guys, hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We're studying the Sermon on the Mount, a right-side-up attitude in an upside-down world. And we're looking at two verses today, Matthew 5, 11, and 12. How can we be happy and hated at the same time? Blessed are you when men shall revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad. For great is your reward in heaven, for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Remember, once you have seen the reality of your wicked heart, mourned and repented over your sin, surrendered control over to God, grown in your spiritual appetites, lived a godly life marked by mercy and purity, and attempted to help others be at peace with God, you will be noticed. You'll be noticed by heaven and blessed. You'll be noticed by people and called a child of God. You'll be noticed by hell and persecution will begin. So Matthew 5, 11, 12 seeks to comfort those who are being persecuted, hated, excluded, and ridiculed for Christ's sake by answering two simple questions. Number one, what did persecution look like in Jesus's life? And number two, what does persecution look like in our lives? Blessed are ye when men shall revile you for my sake. You know, verbal abuse has been around a long time. Revilers are those who hurl cutting insults and attack with hateful, hurtful, abusive words. Sticks and stones will break bones, but slanderous words cut deep and the wounds last long. Jesus was reviled. The perfect, sinless Son of God was mocked and ridiculed. Think about it. Our Lord Jesus Christ suffering excruciating pain suffering for the sins of the very ones that were mocking him? Remember, even while hanging on the cross, Jesus was close enough to see the wagging heads and hear the blasphemy. And those who passed by him blasphemed him, wagging their heads and saying, you who destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. If you're the son of God, come down from the cross. Likewise, the chief priests also, mocking with the scribes and the elders, said he saved others himself, he cannot save. If he be the king of Israel, let him now come down from the cross and we'll believe him. He trusted in God, let him deliver him now if he will have him. For he said, I am the son of God. Even the robbers who were crucified with him reviled him with the same thing. Okay, how did Jesus handle the hateful reproach, the excruciating pain? He refused to retaliate. He closed his ears to the jeers of the self-righteous and opened his heart to the one all-knowing righteous judge. Peter put it this way, Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow his steps, who did no sin. Neither was guile found in his mouth, who when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judges righteously. What does persecution look like in our lives? How would we respond to those who hatefully revile us? Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Gossip, lies, rumors, slander, we hate them all. When those who hate God cannot find anything bad to say about godly Christians, they start making things up. Remember, truth always wins. Godly friends will never believe the lies and ungodly friends will never accept the truth. Jesus said, Blessed are ye women shall revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice, be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets who were before you. 
Peter said, if you be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are you, for the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. On their part, he's evil spoken of, but on your part, he is glorified. If we follow Christ's example and listen to Peter's counsel, we will refuse to retaliate and choose to rejoice. Yeah, refuse and choose. How? How can we rejoice and be exceeding glad while being persecuted with lies and rumors and false accusations? How? How can we be happy when our hearts hurt so much? Three things. Number one, you will have a great eternity. Great is your reward in heaven. We may be hated or persecuted for a short time here on earth, but never in heaven. Number two, you will be in great company. For so persecuted they the prophets who were before you. You will have much in common with guys like uh, Joseph and Noah and Jeremiah, Daniel, John, Paul, and Jesus himself. Number three, you will have a great testimony. The Spirit of God rests on you. Those who deeply desire to live holy and godly lives will, not maybe, but will be persecuted with lies, slander, and false accusations. You'll have a great eternity. You'll be in great company, and you will have a great testimony. We have to think like Paul thought in Romans 8.18, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. And you know what? I'm going to agree with Paul. I reckon this is true. Hey, our time's up for today, but today is a day the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. Let's hope he returns today. And I hope that you have a really, really good day. 